Hello. Hello. Hola. 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 Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are we doing? Hey. Back in the Jay. saddle again. Jay, how you doing, man? I'm, uh, I'm recovering. We're going to get to that, aren't we? We're going to get to this, aren't we? <laughs> Last week was a doozy. Last week was a doozy, but, uh, you know, I'm coming around. I, I, I got some sleep. I got some sleep. I'm doing all right. Okay. How you boys? Nick? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Feel, you look uh, good. You look hearty. And, yeah. Feel great. Weather's mm. beautiful out there today. Oh, gosh. It's gorgeous. Yeah. And Greg apparently is still on our coast. What's going I on am, there, buddy? I am. Well, I was, uh, yeah, I spent the last week uh, shuttling around between uh, some parts of different of uh, Philadelphia, uh, actually Pennsylvania, for some rehearsals with the Resilient, and uh, we went up to the Hamptons this Ooh. weekend for a gig in Sag Harbor, the Sag Harbor Ooh, Music la, la. Festival, which was really okay. fun. Beautiful place. I've never been up there to. Mm-hmm. Uh, the end of Long Island like that. And maybe I'll share some more details about it a little later in the show, but there was some fun stuff. Yeah? Really fun stuff. Nice. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, a lot of famous people up there, no? There's a few. Yeah. I hear they got some money up there. They got a, they got a little bit of cash, but, oh, it, was, but it was it was definitely um man, talk about nice weather. Woo. No. Mm. It was beautiful out there. Oh, yeah, Bird Clock knows what you're talking about. Yeah, well, Bird Clock just uh, just bid on a $25 million yacht out there. <laughs> really? Yeah. Bird Clock. You dog. <laughs> it's a bargain. It's a bargain. <laughs> In fact, why you can. Bird Clock yeah. buying a yacht. That's so typical. Yeah, right? <laughs> He's always flashing the cash. Jeez, yeah, man. He's building his nest. Showing it off. <laughs> Talk about a nest egg. Yeah. Right. This podcast has been good to Bird Clock, I'll be honest. <laughs> Yeah, we should. All of our Patreon supporters, all of our uh, the Patreon support goes straight to Bird Clocks. Straight to nest, Bird Clocks. Nest egg. Yeah. Nest egg. Hey. Yeah. Right. Well, Greg made that joke first. I can't claim uh, no, total okay. responsibility. Well, I forgot. So there you go. <laughs> it's new to you. Yep. Good stuff. Yeah, man. I'm happy. I'm settled. I'm 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 happy to be back here with you, gentlemen. I'm happy to be back here in podcast land with all of our fantastic listeners. Why do you, mm-hmm. Why don't we get this show started? Let's do it. Let's mosey on along. And yes, folks, that's right. This is You Should Check It Out. This is episode 112. Coming at you on a beautiful Thursday here on the East Coast. Happy to be back here with you. My name is Jay. I'm Nick. And I'm Greg. And, uh, you know, I think we're going to shoot for an aerodynamic streamlined show. Tonight. I, yeah. I feel like the last couple shows have gotten away from us. They've been great shows. We've had a lot of fun, but they we we we've taken on some baggage. We've taken you on think? some baggage. Yeah, we need to shed that baggage. You think? Well, you know, I mean, it's this is this is my opinion. I like a lean, crisp, quick, tight show. Yeah, <laughs> we were at like one minute or one hour seventeen last week. That was, was a, a great show, though. <laughs> it was a good show. <laughs> That was a fun show. It was a good show. But this, it, the funny thing is that I say the same thing each week. We're going to be a tight show. This is going to uh-huh. be the one. But this will probably be two and a half hours. If I Let's had to see count. what happens. Yeah. Go with the flow. Let's see what happens. What are we talking about today? Well, um, I just I have a recap of my adventures and misadventures last week. <laughs> oh, there were some misadventures. Uh, yeah, I'd say okay. so. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I traveled over half the East Coast, uh, even though it was... 
just Virginia, Maryland, and Pennsylvania. But, you know, saw a bit. Have some stuff to report on. Um, All right. Nick, you're going to be talking about some robots. Meep, mop, whoop. Beep, Beeps and boops. Yep. Beeps and boops. Mm-hmm. Ones and zeros. Uh, checking in with the Nerd Alert. And Greg, mm-hmm. jazz? A little jazz, a little tribute to a, to a recently fallen titan, and then maybe a little recap of my own with, with uh, some of the, some of the uh, Sag Harbor Resilient Adventures. Mm-hmm. I like it. That's going to be like a good it. one. Yeah. yeah. A cornucopia of content, as always, here for <laughs> you should check it out. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. A copious Jay, cornucopia off, of content. <laughs> I would love to. I would love to. And I'm going to start off with a little bit of a nerd alert of my own. Oh, boy. Yeah. Big surprise. Yeah. Uh, for my, yeah, I know. I'm going way out of uh, way out of character here. But this is <laughs> this is a new song. This is a new okay. song by uh, the band Sungazer. Sungazer, which uh, may sound familiar, it is the band of one Mr. Adam Neely, uh, a YouTube oh, okay. content creator and musical yeah. cool guy, um, mm-hmm. who we talked talked about a couple times in the podcast. Uh, he has a new album coming out with his band Sungazer, um, but he's been touring around post covid recovery slight Mm -hmm. and playing this song this new song called threshold Threshold. which i kind of which explores and this is not my words this is his words explores the liminal spaces between music that's too fast and too slow Hmm. huh so i'll set it up like that we'll talk about it a little bit afterwards enjoy threshold okay Crazy, right? Yeah. So that's, that, that that's called Threshold. Cool. The reason why he calls it Threshold, um, he's done a couple of videos over the last few years about the slowest tempo that the human brain can comprehend and the fastest tempo that the human brain can comprehend, Okay. which um, turns out to be about 33 beats per minute on the okay. low end. Okay. And like something like, th- it breaks down to like 10 beats per second. Whatever that okay. is, that ter- that turns into on okay. the high end. So what they wanted to do was create a song. Six hundred, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. They wanted to create a song that incorporated both of those features. So the underlying pulse is thirty-three beats a minute. So it's one, two, mm-hmm. two, bah. three, okay, four. And when the song starts, 
that's what the ba- that's what the drums are laying out. Mm-hmm. That thirty three, and then whenever that that's that's close to the the threshold of what humans can interpret, what humans can discern. The difference As a between notable notable beat permit, yeah, notable rhythm, or tempo, right, tempo, right. tempo, yeah. And okay, so you have two, you have the high end, the really quick tempo going on, and the low tempo going on, and in between that, that that fast tempo turns into like a nineteen tuplet, <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. and that nineteen tuplet can be broken down into like a six six seven, so it's almost like you can count okay. it in three three four. Yeah, and okay. he's like, we, we, were, yeah. we, yeah, exactly. So, so we were kind of doing it. They said that they were doing this as an experiment to see how people would count it, mm-hmm. right? And he found out that most people counted it as three, three, four, because that's close to. And his theory is that's because that's close to the. It's close to a hundred beats per minute mm-hmm. if you count it like that. The comfortable, the comfortable walking yeah. pace for yeah. most people. So it's kind of interesting. If you go back and listen to it, you can hear all those mm-hmm. different parts. That's interacting cool. Um, very cool and it's interesting to know that most people react to it kind of the same way yeah wow. yeah very cool cool stuff like you're taking a, a cue from uh, Meshuga. a little bit yeah exactly right yeah. i mean that's yeah. that's their stuff you know the poly the long four the long mm-hmm. four yep but he's got a great video on youtube breaking the whole song down that's cool so check that out if you can so uh, that was just in the moose bouche for the meat of my content this week, mm. which is just a recollection of the crazy how's week it, that was week? for me. Now, how was that, your week? It, it, it was crazy. That this is just for me. Now this is going to be nothing as compares to a standard Greg week. <laughs> most most of my weeks are comprised of like me sitting in front of my computer doing my normal job for mm-hmm. you know forty hours a week, yep. and then on the weekend if I'm lucky. I get to spend some time with my family and maybe throw in a concert, you know. Or a show. Or, or a show yeah. or something yeah. like that. If I'm or like preparation a for something thereof, yeah. Right. Rehearsing. Last week lined up two shows in the same week, which is like mind-bending for me and my family. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have a three, three-month-old three daughter uh-huh. and a four-year-old son. Right. So it's a very taxing on my family. You yes. Know, if I'm, if yes. I'm any, any, any deviation from the like hourly right. schedule is... is can be crazy right right just kind of want to tell you guys what what it was like in the life of jay rossman last week Let's hear uh, it. in the form of one of our favorite bits want to step in your shoes tales from the concert tales from the concert <laughs> Yeah, that's right. You cats and kittens know it. Tales from the Concert. It's where we talk about concerts that we've been to. In the past, we've talked about great concerts, poor concerts, concerts that weren't quite what they were supposed to be. And best I think openers. Yeah. Best openers? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think this one kind of encapsulates all of that. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So, rewind a little bit. I talked about this last week. Wednesday of last week, this would be uh, September 22nd, I think, September 22nd, Mm -hmm. the Janine Wilson Band, which is a band that I've been playing with for the past four or five years, we got an invitation to open, (laughs) quote-unquote, for the Black Crows at Jiffy Lube Live down in Bristow, Virginia. How exciting. 
Very exciting. It is exciting. So we basically the offer that was given to us was we can play at the VIP lounge, mm-hmm. which is if you spend three hundred dollars on a ticket to go see the Black Crows, you get to hang out at a special lounge, get a nice parking before the show, and uh, you get to hear you know a random band play. That was us. Now, also context for this whole discussion: the last time that I've been to that I tried to go to Jiffy Lube Live mm-hmm. was Radiohead in two thousand eight. Okay. Mm. All right. Which was absolutely one of the worst, not only concert experiences, maybe one of the worst experiences of my entire life. Really? (laughs) Because, and and we've talked about this a bit before, it rained a bit that night in 2008. And yeah, yeah. and if you've ever been to Jiffy Lube Live, the traffic control in and out is not great. No. I I can't say that it's gotten a lot better. It's basically one road in, one road out. Mm -hmm. And... um, you know, it was it was a hellacious night, so it's left a bitter taste in my mouth. Sure, ever some since. trauma, maybe on the road in kind of a thing, just a recollection. Yeah, uh, I took a different route this time. Okay, more than <laughs> one road in. All right, good. That's All right, right. <laughs> it's true. So then, you know, we looked at the forecast on Wednesday. What's it going to do? It's going to rain yeah. on the on the night of the show, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we reached out to the promoter, and because we didn't. I had never played there in the VIP lounge, so I didn't know what to expect. We reached mm-hmm. out to the promoter, and they said, oh, yeah, don't worry about it. It's rain or shine. I'm like, yeah, we know the Black Crows are going to have covering, but are we going to have covering <laughs> yeah. for our little band? And they said, oh, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. We have a tent. We got you covered. You're good. Literally so got speak. you covered. You got yep. you covered. Right. I'm like, all right. So for me, coming from where I live, Jiffy Lube Live is an hour and 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like an hour and a half if there's zero traffic at all, but there's never not any traffic around Northern Virginia. Mm -hmm. So basically, I had to take a half a day of work off. They left here about 1 p.m. Oh, other interesting caveat to this is that not only are we not getting paid for this gig, now we get tickets to the show. We're not getting paid for this gig. We also have to carry our own PA equipment and set our own crap up. Okay, mm-hmm. sure. It's thinking Jiffy Lube Live. This sure. kills me. Like, it's right. it's Live Nation. You guys got a spare PA laying around somewhere? Come on, for real. Just have it ready for us. We can yeah. make everybody's life like easier. One, yeah, one powered speaker ought to do it. Honestly, it's, it's seriously. But be that as it may, I carry both my powered speakers up, my amp, all my gear, my mixing board, guitars, mic stands, the whole bit. Pack up the car. Leave at about 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. The ride down was beautiful. It was fantastic. It was just drizzling. Get down there. Now, I'm, I was the, actually the first band member to arrive. Greg, you're probably used to getting VIP treatment and parking. I'm not. And also, I'm, like, nervous as hell. I got to roll up to, like, I was uh-huh. literally behind the Black Crows tour bus coming into Jiffy oh, Loop Live. Cool. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so, actually, I was in between them. There was, like, the Chris Robinson bus, I assume, in front. Uh-huh. And then, like, sure, the rest sure. of the band behind. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, you know, I pull up and I'm like, oh, I'm in the Janine Wilson band. Hi. Can, can you Thank let you. me in, please? Huh? <laughs> I brought my guitar. <laughs> I brought, look at all this crap I got. Huh? Do you have a hand card or something? You can help me <laughs> the lady was very nice. She let me into the VIP parking lounge, set, set up. She's like, oh, you need to go talk to Meg. All right, so we're going to go find Meg. So I guess I go find Meg. Very nice lady. And she says, oh, uh, you're from the Janine Wilson band. I didn't think you guys were going to be coming tonight. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, 
What do you mean? Well, Janine was saying that maybe you guys wouldn't play because of the rain. I said, well, I didn't hear any of that, and I got all my stuff, so here I am. Can we do this? Yeah, can we do it? So, so she's like, oh, okay, yeah, well, no problem. We have the, the tent all set up for you guys. No problem. Okay, there is a tent. All right, all right check. Cool, we got a tent. I'm like, lead the way. So we turn the corner into this little area. I mean, I'm telling you, it's like a five by five, like five foot by five foot tent that you might bring for like you and your wife it's like a, to, it's like to enjoy eight. to enjoy a nice day at the beach. Okay, right. It's, All right. it's just a, it's canopy. a canopy. It's a, close a canopy, <laughs> and not a large canopy. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Everybody does. Not to hold a whole band underneath it mm. playing electric instruments, right? Right. So as soon as I saw it, I was like, "Oh, oh dear." Oh dear. Oh dear, this is going to be an issue because we might have been able to put maybe the drummer under this, and really, his, ride, his ride symbol might have gotten a little bit soaked, you know, <laughs> like that's. <laughs> so we're certainly not putting up any PA speakers around. Like, where right. am I going to put my amp? I'm not going to be able to play guitar without getting soaked. So I I sat there for 20 minutes waiting for the rest of the band to show up, not knowing what to do. Finally, the rest of the band kind of trickles in. As they all have the same reaction once they see the tent. We're like, oh, God, what the f- what the f- are we going to do about this? <laughs> so we go up to the woman. We're like, so here's the issue. Like, it's, it's raining now. It's mm-hmm. going to continue to rain all night. There's mm-hmm. not enough room for us to put all of our stuff under here. What would you like, what what you you like to us to do? Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah. We don't want you guys to get wet. <sighs> Boy, mm, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if you guys are going to be able to use your tickets if you don't play tonight, though. What? Like, throws that whole thing out. Really? Seriously. You gotta earn your tickets? I, I almost, like, packed up my crap like that right then. It's just like, well, I'm good. You know, I've seen the Black Crows before. I've seen the real Black Crows before. I don't need to sit, you know, I don't need to sit here and, like, electrocute myself or ruin my, ruin my guitar mm-hmm. to, like, get a pass to go see the Black Crows on a Wednesday night. Yeah. It doesn't mean that much to me. But at the same time, I'm part of a band, you know, and I don't, I don't want to like present the image that like we're there for a free ride. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to like, we showed all, we showed up, we're not going to play and we get a ticket to the show. So she's like, well, maybe the rain will just pass. And I'm looking at, I don't know if you guys remember last Wednesday, but it just rained the entire day. It was just like sheets and sheets of rain. A heavy day of rain. Yes. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) We're looking at the radar. It's just like, well, we're supposed to play at 6.30. The band goes on, like, the main act starts at 8. And there's supposed to be thunderstorm warnings at, like, 6.30. So okay. we keep bringing this up to this woman. And like, what, do you, what would you like us to do? She's like, well, maybe you could just play an acoustic performance. And Janine, the leader of the band, was like, oh, that's a great idea. We could just do a stripped-down acoustic performance. I'm like, Janine, I don't have an acoustic guitar. I didn't yeah, bring an acoustic of, guitar. You, that would be a... Thing to, yeah, you got to pack that ahead of time, right? And set, you know, it's a different set list. It's a whole it's thing. It's a different everything. Yeah. So anyway, so we kind of sat on our hands for a while, and finally, I, I just I said to Jeannie, I was like, you know, it's fine. I'll play your guitar. You just sing. I asked the drummer Yakov, could you just like just bring out a snare drum and like your bass drum, and just play like a. Mm-hmm. So we just set up for like kind of like we were basically busking. In the VIP okay. lounge outside the Black Road concert. Right. So that we could say that we played something yeah. and not yeah. feel guilty. So that's what we did to, a, to like 50 people in the VIP lounge who could not give a crap about us at all. Mm-hmm. 
you know, a real stripped down thing. And then we went to wa- go watch the Black Crows, which good on the Black Crows, man, because uh, this is, you oh, know, okay. this is their this is their revamped lineup. I say revamped in quotes. It's the new Black Crows lineup. It's uh, the two Robinson brothers plus a bunch of scabs, a bunch of people who are calling themselves the Black Crows. And they were very loud. I'll give them that. They're playing mm-hmm. all of their first album, Shake Your Money Maker, in its entirety. Oh, wow. And it was fine. And I stayed till hard to handle. And then I, then I left and drove an hour and 45 minutes home and was very tired. And that was... What's that it, was so that was how, how far into the album is hard to handle? It's like track five. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Stay for a little bit. What, you were home by what? Like 9.30? No, I'm just no, no. I was no. home by 11.30 because it's just okay. such a stinking long drive. Sure. But I tell you, man, it was, it was weird. And I'm, I'm getting to the whole point why I'm getting into this because this is such a contrast to the, contra- to the concert that I saw on Friday. I feel bad for the Black Crows because they sounded good. As much as I give them crap for what they've done, like they mm-hmm. sounded good. And like the crowd was into them. Jiffy Lube Live was maybe half-filled. They didn't oh, even okay. have the lawn. The lawn was not open. It was only mm-hmm. seated right. tickets. It was maybe half filled. And everyone there, you know, they opened like the opening track on Shake Your Money Maker is twice as hard. Everyone mm-hmm. went crazy. It was great. Then they played Jealous again. Everyone went crazy. They loved it. And then the third track is Sister Luck, which is a great track, mm-hmm. but it's a deep cut. Yep. Everyone, knew everyone sat down. Mm-hmm. It, like really? Song three. And I'm like, oh, everyone sat down. I was like, oh, you guys got a long night. I do not like when the audience is only there for the radio hits. You guys got a long night in front of you, man. Yeah. I felt really bad for him, man, because if playing like the one hit album is not working for him anymore, I don't know. I don't know if the the days of them playing places like Jiffy Lube Lives might might be behind them. Mm -hmm. This is like the transition into the the smaller town venue kind of a thing. Kind of felt like that. I, I was kind of surprised to see them in such a big venue, to be honest. Yeah. You know, like I saw them at 930 Club. So I'm, I'm used to seeing them in a more, in that type Intimate. of venue. I mean, Jiffy Lube think... Live is probably like, like 30,000 or something with the lawn. With the lawn, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, I haven't seen reports of other shows on the tour. Everyone, like the, the fans of the Black Crows seem to be receiving it pretty well, but. Yeah, I just don't. And I kind of I mean, felt to be honest, that... that's about as glowing a review as I could have imagined given <laughs> given a setup. I I tell you, the, their opening band was a little bit more interesting though. It's called Dirty Honey. Yeah. Okay. You heard yeah, of these guys? Yeah. Mm. They were like uh, Greta Van Fleet. Mm. Uh, okay. With a slightly more annoying lead singer. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, they were good. They were, they they were um, they were entertaining. They were entertaining, but okay. the whole the whole thing was just had a weird vibe, and it just seemed like nobody really wanted to be there. And it could just be it was Wednesday night. It was rainy, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. anyway, they had all that everything was getting filtered through the frustration of what you guys had to deal with. Right, and, right, exactly. And yeah, yeah. And then I had to pack up all my crap. And put and it maybe back people in the car didn't. And, maybe some people with tickets like didn't end up coming because of the weather. Of the weather, it's yeah. possible. Or yeah. COVID. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it could have been, it could have been a, a bunch of things, but sure. Sure. So that was my Wednesday night and it was kind of, you know, everyone asked me the next day, like, oh, how was your show with the Black Crows? I'm like, eh, it was kind of not great. 
I mean, it was it was not bad, but it was not not incredible. But the evening overall, because yeah, because of all that extra stuff, was more stress probably than it was enjoyable. Right. Okay. Right. So all right. I had another concert lined up for Friday, and that was yes, the Outlaw did. Music Festival. Yes, it, yes, and it Nick is. Yes, it was. Klein, you were supposed to come with me to the Outlaw yeah, Music Festival. You didn't ask ahead of time. I did. I, I, I did. I, I had an, an engagement, I, and I had an engagement that I that I, I did try to get out of. I, I, I'm actually glad that I that I fulfilled that engagement because it was a charity event for hospice. So um, it, it actually went really well. And I'm, nice. But nevertheless, I, throughout the whole day, I was like, I kept getting reminders of like, oh, if you're gonna leave, you should leave at two <laughs> o'clock. If you're gonna get now. to the Outlaw Music Festival by four o'clock, I'm oh. like. Stop it, you. <laughs> so how well, was it, buddy? I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. No, 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 no. Don't apologize. I understand. I, I did spring that ticket on you, and it was a Nine it was a times shot out dark. of ten, that would be a win. Yeah. I tried to get my wife to come. It was a busy week for her, too, so she couldn't make it either. So I ended up going solo. Okay. And it's like 180 degrees difference from the Black Crows concert. Really? Black Crows concert, huge long drive, hauling all this crap. This whole yeah. big setup to the whole thing, mm-hmm. rain, rain, and, like, and you have to pay. For, you have to, you have to like play and and accommodate this lady for you just yes. to even get in. Exactly. Just to get Thank you, Greg. Ugh. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's, I had to, that's not cool. Yeah. I had to pay for my. I had to play for my seat. Well, right. you pretty much had mm. to pay in a way. You know, like or, yeah. Plus the beers there are like twenty dollars a piece. <laughs> right. So, right. So Friday rolls around. Meriwether Post is like 20 minutes from my house, so it couldn't nice. be any better. I got to mm-hmm. work the full day, didn't have to take any time off. I rolled down there. I didn't know what to expect. You know, it's the Outlaw Music Festival in the middle of COVID. Uh, Meriwether is requiring vaccinations um, oh, good. or uh, proof of recent you know, negative tests. Test. Yep. And this was the cool thing. As I walked up to the venue, <clears throat> they actually had a mobile testing center, a mobile rapid testing center sitting outside really? the gate. Right, so I guess if you didn't know, if somehow you didn't get the message, you could right. get the rapid test there, which is cool as hell. Or if you showed up and said, I got tested a week ago and came up negative, and they're like, eh, we need something closer to now. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. right. But as I was, like, getting close to the venue, I was, like, noticing, this place is freaking packed. Like, this is, like, there's a lot of people here. Incidentally, I just, I, I, there were two seats at a table at this event that yeah. I was at on Friday that were not occupied because those two people went to the Outlaw Music Festival. Is that right? So, yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah, yep. Dude, I walked into Meriwether Post. I have not seen that place as packed, I think, since the Nine Inch Nails show that I saw. Really? Mm-hmm. You couldn't find a place on the lawn to sit your chair. That's wow. how packed it was. Holy cow. It was crazy. And I'm talking like the show started at four. There were five artists that played. Mm-hmm. It started at four. I got there like maybe 5.30. It was already packed, and it just got more packed as the night went mm. on. I couldn't believe it. I hadn't been in a crowd like that for mm-hmm. how did that uh, feel? Close to two years. Because I knew that everyone was vaccinated or had a negative test, I was cool with it. It was awesome. okay. Yeah. So so it felt great. It dude, it felt incredible. Oh. It was so great. It was so great. I didn't mind lines. Because I was around people that like were who, like, who we're the all hell in, am I talking to right now? We're all mm-hmm. enjoying like the same. Yeah. Great music, you know. Oh man! That's I walk great. in, government mules like ripping it, man. You know, like Warren Hayes, like I hear Warren Hayes, like just killing it on the Les Paul as I'm walking into the stadium. Like it's just like live music is freaking back. This is great. Yeah, it's yeah. freaking great. 
And then I, I did, I had a couple friends who had uh, seats, and I met up with them, and the first thing they said to me was like, hey, you know Sturgill Simpson canceled, right? I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> this was the one bummer of the night that Sturgill Simpson apparently been having some throat problems. Uh, and okay. so he he uh, he bowed out of like the next five shows on his tour, including uh, two outlaw music festival dates the night before and the night of. Mm. I was like, oh man, that's a real big bummer because. So the, right. the performers were Kathleen Edwards, Government Mule, which is great. I've seen mm-hmm. Government Mule plenty of times the, before. Nathaniel Radliffe and the Night Sweats, Sturgill Simpson and Willie Nelson. Mm-hmm. And I was definitely there mostly to see Sturgill, Sturgill Simpson. Right, right. Yeah. But he was replaced by Tyler Childers. Oh, okay. Who I've played before on the on the podcast, yeah. and he's fantastic. Yeah, yeah he is. He was great. Uh, kind he of in, actu- that, in the Sturgill Simpson vein, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. definitely yeah. of the same ilk. Yeah. Um, but, man, I tell you, like, I think the prize of the night goes to Nathaniel Radcliffe. He killed it, man. Did he? Halfway through his set, and, like, I think a lot of people there didn't know him necessarily. But halfway through his set, he had the entire crowd just up, clapping, chanting along with him. It was just so great to see, like, that many people, like, really into it. And it was mm-hmm. such a diverse crowd. You know, like, young hipsters, middle-aged guys, yeah, old country heads. Mm-hmm. It was so great to see. And then when frickin' Willie hit, the crowd just went... Bananas. I'm sure. You know, I think most people were there to see Willie Nelson, of course. He was fantastic. I mean, he, str- he, he strummed the first three chords to Whiskey River, which was mm-hmm. his opening tune, and this huge American flag, like the size of the Meriwether po- Pavilion stage, like unfurls behind him. Oh, I mean, nice. the crowd just lost their sh. I mean, it's yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> right, America, Willie Nelson, hell yeah, Whiskey <laughs> River, take my mind. It was great, man. It was like, it, I know it's not back all the way, but it's a little bit closer. And I, yeah. was, it was, I was there, and it was great, man. It lifted yeah. you up. It did. It did. And I haven't had that in a year and a half. So Sure. Sweet. It's a beautiful feeling, man. Yeah, man. That's fantastic. That's fantastic, Absolutely. dude. Yeah, that was I, my I, tale from the concert, man. It was, uh, it was a beautiful evening. So uh, I'll fill you in, actually, um, just with, just while we're on the topic, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I did the uh, the Diffy Lube VIP thing once with Janine. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, who were you? Who were you? Quote unquote opening for Keith Urban. Keith Urban. All right. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Which uh, which uh, had, which that brings an interesting crowd. A lot of <laughs> that. Yeah. You know, it's Australian um, country, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, so I, it was the same thing. Except in my case, it was like, I think it was like a hot day. Gotcha. Yeah, and you were just doing acoustic? Um, yes. That would have been the smart yeah, move. D- duo. Yeah. Duo. But it's kind of like, yeah, and, and, and for me, I was like, I'm, I'm definitely not going in there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, so I, th- I think Janine and I had, had arranged for something, you know, because she, she like needed some help. Right. But mm-hmm. anyway. I didn't tell you because I didn't know if I, I didn't really know what the vibe was, but when you guys were like, because on my, on last week, you're like, yeah, we're doing this show and it's like, basically we're just go we're, we're going to go down there and the payment is like a ticket to the show. Right. And I was like, hmm. I was like, that's kind of whack. But I mean, I understand what they're doing. You know, I understand why they're doing right. it. 
But one of the guys out with the Black Crows is my friend Isaiah. Yeah. Playing lead guitar. And, right? uh, yeah. And I was like, let me hit up Isaiah and, and, and see what's up. Because I was like, maybe if you guys are there already and you have tickets, maybe like you could get something like a little like extra bonus Ooh. access or something fun. Oh, you this, know is what what I mean? you I were, this is why you were texting me before the yes. show. Yes, because ah, I was, I was, I I was texting Jay, but I didn't want to give it away. Let's, but, so, so first I, I hit him up and I was like, hey, so here's the deal. Like, I have like three friends that are going to be down there. They have tickets already, but they're big Crows fans. And like, <laughs> I don't know. Is there anything like, yeah, what's, there's what's any on the way table? To, like, is there anything on the augment, table? Yeah. Is there anything on the table? <laughs> is there a table? And, <laughs> is there a table? <laughs> but he's a, he's a total sweetheart, you know, and he's... Um, yeah, we we have a good rapport. We we met. Um, I was playing keys temporarily in a band, Here Lies Man, and we were opening for his uh, band, Earthless. Okay. And um, right on. So we spent like two weeks uh, on the road together, kind of following each other around, you know, two separate vans, mm-hmm. but then just showing up at all these venues. We got to, and you know, we were like play arcade games before the <laughs> hit or whatever, right. and. Yeah. Um, I found Isaiah to be a really just a, a great guy That's awesome. and an amazing player. And, you know, he just has this awesome tone. In Earthless, he does the Strat thing. Gotcha. Yeah, he was rocking Crows, the, he, he does more of the Les, Les Paul. Paul. Yeah. yeah. And he sounded fantastic, um, dude. He was incredible. Oh, yeah. There's no way he wouldn't sound amazing. But again, super nice guy and kind of uh, like a, in the hippie mm-hmm. sure, kind sure. of vibe. Um, but so he responded right away and he was like, yeah, sure. Man. Let me, let me, let me talk to, to the tour manager and Dude, see what's up. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so, and so, and so un, unbeknownst to Jay and Janine, cause I didn't ask, I didn't want to promise anything. And I have, I could send you screenshots of this conversation, you know, but it, it was, it was funny. And he basically was like, he came back and he's like, so where, like, where are their tickets? Oh, and I was like, I see. hmm. Uh, and so that's and that's why I was like, uh, where are you guys sitting? And then so I asked, I texted J- Jay and Janine. Right, right. And they were both like, 120, why are you going to be here? We're in section 120, you know, or 102. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that oh, sounds you, pretty good, you, actually. You told Janine that you were going to watch a live like, stream. I was, I, was like, I was like, oh, I found some live stream and I wanted to see <laughs> if I could spot you guys. This is all coming together now. Okay, I got but, you. Wow. Yeah, because you, you guys are probably like, what? Yeah, yeah we really, were front row. To... Like, we were literal front row in front of the pit section so one, center. So once I told him that, I guess I guess he probably was like, yeah, so these folks are sitting in 102. Like, I don't know. Like, And apparently the tour manager was like, listen, they're not going to get better seats than that. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't really have anything available yeah. that's better than that. Sure, right. You're right next to the sound. And he was like... So he he was like, listen, like they're gonna be right next to the soundboard. Aww, the guy who, fit, who mixes aww. us does the stones. He's amazing. Like they're gonna be, they're gonna have a great time. You awesome. Know, da, 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 da. Awesome. You know. So so so, and I was like, that's great, man. Like like I certainly like didn't you know? I just I, they're gonna be there already. I just thought maybe you know. So, yeah. See what's up. What's um, available. And he, and he told me like, yo, next time, like next time, hit me up a little earlier, and like we'll, we'll work something out. Because oh. you know? it was definitely like a little, a little last minute. That's so sweet uh, of you, Greg. I really appreciate that, oh, man. Course. I had no idea. No, it's also, well, it's I'm also, I'm also always trying to flex a little bit on you guys. You know? <laughs> of course, <laughs> as you do. Yes, you do. Yes. But 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 no. But honestly, it's like you know, I, I love linking things. Like uh, you know, I love playing matchmaker a little bit when I know like f- friends are going to be in the same spot. He's and, a like, yenta. Maybe they can... He's a yenta. Allente, exactly. <laughs> yeah. A fiddler on the roof. No, um, so, 
but anyway, that's I, I thought I thought I'd pass that along. And oh, thank you, know, you man. Isaiah is a great dude, and really a great appreciate player. That. And yeah. you know, I'm I'm actually I'm so stoked. I, I couldn't believe my ears when I heard he was going to be out with them. Yeah. Yeah. And they did a they did, they announced it on Howard Stern. Oh, really? <laughs> was like, 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 yeah. And Howard's like, oh, we got uh, Isaiah Mitchell here on the lead guitar. And I was like, what? I was like, <laughs> you know, but there it is. You know, that's eventually you, you, the circle becomes kind of small. Yeah. 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 You know, when so you when know you do, everybody, when you, when you when you start to learn to to meet yeah. as many people as you do when you do it nonstop, that's some that tends to be what happens. That's awesome. <laughs> as I'm finding out so but good on you Jay for going out and supporting live music hell um, yeah and, pl- and performing live music and I'm glad you had that like kind of euphoric and earning your ticket come back <laughs> it was a blast to, yeah. <laughs> right. working for my pay and Nick and Nick we gotta get you out to a show yes something that you really love yeah. you know just to, because it I is definitely that's true yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't count I know uh, I know <laughs> alright guys well um, I've taken up way too much time uh, I really appreciate that Nick what you got for us buddy Thank you very much. I got a song first. Oh, yes. Of course. I, this band's been around since the 90s. I have never heard of them, but I heard them on, on I think it was XM, actually. Mm. I heard the song come on, and I was like, oh, this is interesting. Uh, this is the Fruit Bats, and this is from their, their, their oh, new yeah. album. Uh, this song's called The Balcony. Can we, right. can we listen to this? Yeah. That chorus was what, what, what was on when I turned the car on, and it was just like, it, it's like the Shins meets Fleetwood Mac. Wow. That's a really good pull. Yes. And it was like, what the hell is this? this is so, it sounds old, but it's obviously like some new indie guy, or like not new, but they've been around, but I don't know. I, yeah, I, 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 and actually, I like the album. The album's, he's actually got a more Dylan sound than anything else, I think, throughout the rest Very of the album. Very Dylan, yeah. 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 That's cool. Um, yeah. 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 So wait, fruit bats. Uh, is, is it one guy? Is that a moniker for one guy, or is it an actual um, band? I th- think there's. I think the one guy's like it's this. The main oh, singer okay. guy has been has been there the whole time, but they've been they've been performing since uh, like I said, since '97. Right. Okay. So, but you pointed out while it was when it started playing that they I think like a year or two ago they put out a full tribute version of Siamese Dream by Smashing right. Pumpkins. Yeah. 
which I, I listened to the first minute or so of the of the first track, and I was like, uh, later, maybe later. This is, <laughs> right, right, maybe later. Yeah, yeah. Cause they really tone it down and like make it real mellow, and it's, right. like, this is not Siamese Dream. Right. <laughs> Siamese right, Dream right. is badass. Right. Very cool. Where's the big muff? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so anyway, so that was that, that's a, a new song that I heard, thought that was cool. Um, and nice. uh, yeah, I'm gonna dig more into these guys, see if there's anything more worth, worth talking about here. But, um, but the topic that I wanted to talk about today was, I've been thinking a lot about predictive algorithms that, that all of these streaming services use to kind of mm-hmm. predict what songs we may like, like new music we may enjoy. Um, so I think we're going to, I think we can get out our propeller hats. Oh. I'd like to do a little... Uh, Is it time for a nerd alert? I think we need a nerd alert for this Woo! one. I think so. <laughs> nerd alert! Morning. This is a nerd alert. Expect overanalyzation of mostly useless knowledge and trivia. Common side effects include nosebleeds and poor posture. Please remain calm throughout the duration of this segment. Conclude message 8, nerd alert. <laughs> Thank you so very much. Okay, before we get started. Whoop, whoop. It's been too before long. we get started here with this, with this nerd. Whoop, whoop, whoop. That was like the sound so effect in college. Smoking a joint. Popo. Hey, yep. yep. Boop. Yeah. Oh, um, Popo. I want to first see what would you mind each telling me what streaming services you guys? What's your go-to streaming service? Greg. Title. Title. Okay. J. Rome. Spotify. Spotify. And I am Apple Music. Oh, perfect. Oh, this is great. Yeah. yeah. They're probably okay. the, the three most popular, right? If you discount YouTube. Who's missing? I'd say so. Last FM. What's yeah. what else is there? There's none. There's none. No. I mean, there's yeah. like I can't think of one. There's other oh, like boutique and niche ones, but I think those are the big three. Yeah, so, but like that does not count. I definitely have a knowledge gap with title. Is does title does title give you like recommended playlists? Like what is what does that oh, look yeah, like on there? Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it's it, it sometimes it sometimes they hit it. You know, other times I'm like, eh, not so much. You know? Okay. Now Spotify. Spotify has a weekly curated yeah. playlist that they put out for you, for they each do. person, yep. right? Yeah. Jay, do you ever listen to that? I listen to it all the time, and it's one of my favorite features of Spotify. Is I'm it not really? going to lie, it's, it's one of the reasons that I paid for a subscription. It brought me in. Oh, wow. Okay. Because it, it never fails, and they're not all winners, but mm-hmm. I'd say 75% are at least stuff that I would listen to or I have listened to before. Okay. There's about 10% mm-hmm. of like new stuff that I've never heard before, but is like definitely in my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. And then there's like 5% that's not, not really on my, my palate. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's really good. Okay, so like a 5% miss. Yeah. So like, and how many songs is in this playlist every week? Uh, let's, let's check it out. Uh, let's see here. My library. Uh, Discover Weekly. I got mm-hmm. da, 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 30 songs. 30 songs. Okay. All right. Delivered so one every, or two. Delivered one or two Monday. misses. One or two misses, you get three good one, new ones, and a lot of stuff you've heard before, but you were in the mood for and you didn't realize. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Okay. All right, Greg, do you ever explore? Did like, how, how do you go about exploring new? Are, are you are you going into it almost every time, looking for what, listening to what you're looking for? They'll say they've got a thing like mixes for you, mm-hmm. and it's true. Like I could give you an example. So like, my mix one, it, it's more like. Uh, Kurt Rosenwinkel and like mm. kind of more mellow jazz stuff. And then like my mix two is like all these metal bands that I like. And then my mix three is like Holdsworth, Bill Bruford, Frank Zappa. Mm-hmm. I mean, my mix four is Captain Beefheart, Vem, Dr. John. Mm. Um, 
My mix seven is uh, Mdu Mokhtar, which we haven't played yet, I don't think, mm-hmm. on this podcast, but that's my boy, uh, Mikey mm-hmm. Colton on bass. Mm-hmm. Croing Ben, Black Pumas. Yeah. Uh, it goes on. Yes, yeah, so Spotify does something different. That's your that. tone list. <laughs> Spotify yeah, does yeah. something similar. We get I get a daily mix in in categories like that. Okay. Like I have a, I d- a blues, one, a country, I, a rock. Mm-hmm. One thing that Title does, and the reason why I stick with with it, is because they they do uh, certain albums are released under master. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and it's just like extremely high quality. Yeah, that was the, that was their early uh, claim to fame, right? Was the highest they would have highest fidel- fidelity. Yeah, but th- like this is, and, and this is like and it, and they don't do it for every album, but then they'll be like suggested yeah. new master mm-hmm. albums. So it, 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 even if it's a band I don't even like, I'll hear, I'll listen to it just to explore the quality mm-hmm. of the sound. So yeah, um, and I definitely have. I guess it's more like that. I go to the, the suggested new albums. And then I'll listen to it, and if I like it, I'll download it. Because so, mm-hmm. like that way, if I'm on a plane, I'll, then I'll scroll through my downloaded because I won't have Wi-Fi, and I'll, I'll be, that'll be the time I'll be like, oh, I, I remember thinking this was cool and yeah. wanting to explore it later, so now I'll listen to it or whatever. Yeah. Um, what about Apple Music, Nick? How so does... Apple Music, it does have it does have like uh, it'll have like a weekly indie playlist or a weekly new music playlist. But the feature that I love about Apple Music and the reason why I I stick with it is it's got it's got a station that's just called your station mm-hmm. and, and, mm-hmm. and there's never a, there's never a list that you can peruse. Hmm. You literally hit play and it just starts playing music. It's like a radio station, yeah. just a radio station curated for you. And the thing that's been fascinating for me as I've played closer attention to it is it is dialed in to the time of day, the huh. day of the week. Mm, wow. um, I, 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 I'm, it's like starting to, even like the days of the week, I'm, I've kind of been trying to keep track of what's going on. <laughs> so like mornings, I'll get music that I can definitely work to on a weekday. But if it's a if it's a morning on a weekend, it'll be like like rev you up to go out and you know do some stuff. And, wow. and so it's 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 hyper like specific to what you listen to at a specific time of day and maybe the day of the week. Um, so if I were to like hit play right now, it'd probably be some like chiller stuff. Yeah. Um, which wow. which I find just so cool. So okay, so let me just run something by you. Is there a chance that that's the placebo effect? Is there a mm. chance that that is the placebo? And effect? And the reason I say this is because I when I was living with Tejan, we've had him mm-hmm. on the show before. We have beautiful guy. He was one of the first adopters <laughs> of an iPod of an of an iPod that I knew. Okay, he had all, all of right. his songs on it, and he was now the the random shuffle on that was truly just random. Yeah, right? I think we can all agree okay. on that, right? But right. he was yes. convinced because he was such an Apple head. He, he he was so convinced that they knew something about the individual tracks and that they would make curated playlists for him. Now I knew, and I think we can all say in retrospect that that was not the case on an iPod. He was just randomly pretty sure picking mm-hmm. tracks, right? Mm-hmm. But he was very convinced of this, and you could not tell him otherwise. I'm not saying that you're in the same camp now, Nick. Well, here, but is okay, there so a chance ex- because you love Apple so much that you're giving them more credit than what they're actually doing? I, I, I do know some Apple fanatics. I am not one of those people. I'm, I'll just put that out as kind of a, like uh, up front. I guess it's possible. I mean, what I would say is that, for example, on a, on a, on a random Saturday early in the morning if I hit, I hit play and I, I had written down like Neutral Milk Hotel pops on. This is 10 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Something that, that I kind of doubt. It's like, all right, Neutral Milk Hotel. Two days later, 
like a like a, a random like chill Nate Smith song that I totally can work to. Same exact time of day. I just hit but play. But a different day of the week. Different day of the week. It's a weekday. Hit play, and now I'm listening to this like some like instrumental jazz. Right on. So I so maybe, but it's it's a shot in the dark. There's like it's really no. There's no comparison between the two. They don't they don't get confused by by like they don't. The thing that I that I didn't love about Pandora was the range of music that I appreciate and enjoy listening to was wide enough that it just Pandora could not handle it. It was just like we don't get you because yeah, right. you listen to this and then you listen to this yeah. and there's nothing between those two that makes any sense to us. Right. So here's all this stuff and then you have to keep sitting no 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 and then right. hit an ad and right. but I really don't find this with this like it's gotten to the point where and, and the thing that I'm aware of is that it depends entirely on remaining within that ecosystem. Because they only know what your listening habits are. Mm -hmm. um, but I've been digging into some some papers, and I don't have anything to present thus far. I wanted to kind of bring this up to gauge kind of where we are, All what right. we listen to, what habits we're looking at. Um, because I really think, we've talked about this on the other side of things, which is that, that a predictive algorithm can also kind of, from like the music industry standpoint, can kind of make a lot of make a lot of like uh, the big studios might push everybody into a similar sound because they know it's going to sell right right um, and, and that's a bad thing and on this side of it, it on the on the but on the listener side of it um, I've I've personally found especially from like the new music that that pops up it's incredibly enriching like it's incredibly useful yes because really what it's doing is it's looking at other listener habits that yes. listen to somebody else that likes this song uh, or somebody else that played this song three times and then maybe went, this is what, this is really what Spotify does so well. Right. Which is they take all of their listener habits and they can cross-reference somebody that liked this track over here and then this other track over here loved this thing in the middle. Right. And maybe you haven't heard that thing, so right. here, try this on. Right. right. Um, exactly. And that's like, that's this beautiful thing because it's human focused. It's not, I mean, it's, it's derived from human actions. It's not just like, a com computer listening to the tracks and saying, oh, this sounds similar to another one. It's, it's based off of human interaction. It's based off of what listeners with similar listening habits as you right. do. Right. Mm -hmm. um, versus we've created Pandora's, you know, 124 point uh, metrics that you can measure a song by. Yeah. You know, like how loud the symbols are and exactly. like use yeah. that as some sort of like factor, um, which is, which is, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Well, if you're an emerging artist now, it's like, that's one of the goals is like to get on a playlist. Yeah. 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 But like, so, you know, how much does it cost to get on a playlist? Ooh, kind of, yeah. That's a factor as well. Which gets to the issue with the streaming services, of course. Um, <clears throat> but at the same time, the fact that you can get your music to the platform to be eligible to be on a playlist is an improvement, no? I mean, that's, oh, that's better than it was, yeah. you know, 20 years ago, where you're just playing your local scene Good luck getting sending on the radio. tapes out and yeah. CDs out, you know, uh, uploading it at the time. Yeah. But I mean, it's what there was no, there was no avenue for it's, it's, anything similar. Uh, yeah, but the, but it's but it is arguable because uh, I don't know about better because these services don't pay the art the artists, you know. But the exposure, so, Greg. It, well, <laughs> I, yeah, that was, I mean, that's, that's, then that's that's the thing is it, 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 again, I'm, I'm not coming at it from a I really wanted it to be more of like a, what could the thing. The other thing that I enjoy about this is especially if I'm talking to somebody who has a friend that's in a band or is in a band themselves, pulling that up and then like actually mm -hmm. playing that and then seeing that show up in like my recommended lists with just the idea that it's starting to create some correlations. 
like to me feels like that's that that's a cool thing. Yeah, like, this can organically it happen. It is. You know, absolutely. Um, yes. Um, so it's, I don't know. I, I find the whole thing very hopeful in that regard. I know the reality is e even if you get on that playlist and even if you get 10,000 plays in the next two weeks, you're still only going to get, you know, a check for maybe 150 bucks. Nobody's uh, paying bills with this. I don't even know if that's a dollar 50. How about that? Yeah. That's okay. more like that. <laughs> yeah, fractional. Yeah. yeah sadly. But, but I, you know, 150 would be great for 10,000. <laughs> But I, yeah. I agree with you, Nick, in like the, the positive aspect of it. Like, yeah, I, I get like no one wants to, to play or do a service for exposure like that. That market doesn't exist and it doesn't work like it's just. Yeah. But at the same time, the fact that there is a possibility for a an indie band to get on a list to get their music in front of ears that would never have heard them any in any other way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is a net positive, I think. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, totally. And I think it's really funny that you brought up the whole Pandora thing is like for people of a certain age that like when Pandora came along and that was really the only like big streaming service mm -hmm. out there at the time. Like, yeah, I know exactly mm -hmm. what you're talking about. Like I would listen to the Frank Zapp and then I listened to banjo and then I listened to like jazz and then I listened to like, you know, heavy metal. And then I, and yeah, Pandora just be like, uh, uh no idea. I'll just, play some metallica followed up by like bill yeah, i'm just gonna i'm just yeah. gonna go with what's popular now because i don't i can't make heads or tails of what you're right, doing right yeah. but the fact that like spotify can even like it even deals with like my my son listening to his crappy music in in the car like it mm -hmm. filters that out somehow from my daily right. from my weekly playlist like mm -hmm. i don't get mm -hmm. like the jock, the jock rock that he listens to yeah in my right, in my right, weekly right. playlist i don't know how they do that it must just be location based like whenever he's in the car He's listening to something that his kid likes, so we're gonna leave that out of his weekly mix. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they do that. Okay, something to look into. <laughs> right, right. One thing that I just spotted um, on the title app again. I'm I, I'm usually not looking at title to tell me what to listen to. I usually right. know what I want to listen to before. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. and that's just who. I, that's just how I listen to music. I guess. Uh, but, me too. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but 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 so. I'm noticing here now, though, that there's this whole section called producers and songwriters. Discover who's behind the music you listen to. And so there's all these suggested playlists. Oh, that's cool. It's like, here's a, here's a, here's a list of tracks that are produced by Rick Rubin. Nice. Here's a list of tracks that are written by Kurt Cobain. Mm -hmm. here's, here's a list of tracks that are written by uh, Frank Zappa. That's pretty brilliant. It's not I like just that. Frank Zappa, but it's like, it's like a lot of different covers. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, you know, it's just it's, it's just but but the 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 qualifying attribute that the song has is that it has to be written by Frank Zappa. It can be any artist, but yeah. if it's written by Frank Zappa, it can make this list. That's cool. Uh, That's and cool. so so anyway, but it's it's interesting because yeah, the, the, we're seeing music being organized, yeah, in, and like customized. You know, the, the experience is being shaped differently by the streaming service in ways that we haven't really it, seen I, before, or have been we've never seen it before. Yeah. Yeah, um, and that was kind of the it, thing that was interesting to me is like, what are what are the other things? I mean, are there things that they're missing? I, that's actually interesting because that kind of because titles also kind of like to me it seems like it's the musicians' platform for listening to music, or, or that's kind of how they position maybe. themselves as like the higher quality. And even that, that's kind of like a if you like this, you know, for movie lovers, if you like this director, mm. here's the other things that this director has done. That that kind of mm -hmm. kind of that vein of like. You know, Rick, Rick, other stuff Rick Rubin's produced. Um, right. Um, but, but looking through like what 
at least has been published on Medium about Spotify's, um, I mean, they look at they look at like hovering over the skip track button when that happens and Are where that serious? happens. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if it's paused, how much of an album you get through, no like just sure. all of these factors. Which and and Apple doesn't publish anything about anything ever. Mm -hmm. So, but I, I can only assume that they're taking some some knowledge from that as well because I, in my experience, they've done a very good job. That's um, fascinating. They're they're counting how long you hover over the skip button. <laughs> yep. Every in everything is an input. Everything is a user input. That's awesome. And terrifying. Yep. Well, that's cool, man. Yeah, like, I mean, to me, it's it's fascinating. Yeah, it's going to change the way that we listen to music, and really the way that music is categorized, for better or for worse. So, please follow well, I, up. I, yeah, yeah, I would, and I, I would, I would love for you guys to think about like, because we're we're three smart dudes who think a lot about music a lot. Like, what other what other inputs, like, could could they be considering? I'm sure mm -hmm. they have. I'm sure they have. But like, what's you know. Everything's all. Everything gets exponentially more. Geographical location. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, like 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 Jay mentioned, but like also you know. Um, and whether you're on the move. Thing, whether you're on the move. I actually will sometimes put in my buds and listen to like Holdsworth or something while I fall asleep. Mm -hmm. Oh really? Hmm. And, and then like at a low volume, you know. And then I'll wake up sometimes, like several hours later, but like kind of like in a daze, and I'll be like, whatever I'm listening to right now is. Like amazing, or, uh -huh. or, or or this is awful. But I'm so cra cracked out that I, I just turn <laughs> off my phone. Because <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, now, now I don't want to hear any music uh, anymore. Yeah, you know, man. Yeah. So, oh, bird clock again. Bird clock's back. Dang it. Yeah, wow. Okay. We're, All right. Well, I'm good. I'm good, guys. Not gonna, this, That's it. This is not going to be the short one. <laughs> right. Yeah, bird clock's like. He remember says, when you said this is going to be a short episode? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm a Pono subscriber. <laughs> Pono. Pono. I'm Deezer. Yeah, Deezer. Pono was like that Neil Young one that he was like, he was oh right, he was trying to sell as like the be all end all. Right, that was it's awesome. like, it's like vinyl for streaming service. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? You have to drag right, a little no, cursor over to the edge of the track before you set it down. <laughs> just, no, yeah, I'm just, just let go. <laughs> Uh, well, that's man. awesome. Is it my Nick? turn yet? Come on. Yeah. It is your buddy. It's, <laughs> it's, awesome. it's, it's your turn, Jay. Go, go. Yeah, Greg, go. go, go. <laughs> thank you, Nick. Yeah. Um, thank you, Jay. Yeah. Well, before I play a song, I thought maybe I'd catch catch you guys up on some of the the, the Hamptons fun that the Resilient had. We got about uh, 30 so, seconds left in the show, Greg. So go ahead. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I can save it for next week. It's no, 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 no. Kidding. Uh, you want to hear something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so we went out to Sag Harbor to play this festival. And now, right. We were invited by a native of Sag Harbor, um, a really great guy who's been um, helping us figure out some of the next steps that this band that also has this kind of charitable sort of... Um, Nonprofit, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, so, so we've essentially he's been guiding us as we, as we build our own nonprofit. Mm -hmm. um, and that's been happening for the last year and a half, maybe two years now, and we're finally like in the final stages of forming it. And what he does is like, he's a master like fundraiser. And he actually, interestingly enough, his sister was at one point married to Roger Waters. Okay. Oh, really? And so he was working. <laughs> yeah. So he was working for Roger and he actually discovered the musical program that I was working with. Gotcha. And that's okay. how I w we all got linked up. So I'm sure that, you know, if you've listened to this podcast or you know me personally or whatever, you probably know that like about 10 years ago, working with wounded veterans roger waters came to walter reed to visit and we've been kind of that that's been one of my um 
North Stars. Yeah. yeah. Ever since meeting him. Yeah. Um, well put. Is like, is just kind of like, how do I stay uh-huh. involved? Like, how do we stay, keep staying in each other's world? And I just know that he loves these guys. Yeah. He, he really, he has a true connection with these guys. And I'm like, well, and, he, and he's told me that he really admires the work I do with them. So I'm just going to keep doing that. Yeah. Yep. You know? Well, it turns out Roger lives in Sag Harbor. Oh, so okay. so we so we we got up there. We we had a we had a day before the show. So our friend was like, "We're going out to dinner tonight. Roger's going to be there." <laughs> so we had so we went and had a dinner with Roger on Saturday. Nice, which was great because he he, nice. he was loose. He was loose. He was telling us <laughs> stories about Gorbachev. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> it's a, it's a, it was fun, and um, and the next day he um, he took uh, Nathan. Golfing, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, and then um, he came to our show and introduced us. Get out of here! Wow. I'm oh, that's kidding. incredible, man. It was really cool. He he introduced us and um, he stayed for the whole sh- for the whole set and like talked to the guys afterwards and was like he was, he seemed very proud. Wow! You know? like, what a guy. We played we played some Pink Floyd. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. And like, I, we, we played Comfortably Numb, and I play the solo, and I'm like oh, playing the, the solo, and here. I look up and I see Roger out there, and I'm just like, I hope my string doesn't break or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a trip. Um, Man, that's anyway, crazy, dude. Was, yeah, it was, it, and this was yesterday. That's Jesus. amazing. Got um, introduced was, at, into Hamptons by Roger Water. <laughs> And then you had yeah. to play the cr- comfortably numb, numb solo yeah, in front of him. and then you soloed yeah. for him. A song no, for no. He just sat there no, with no. his arms crossed, shaking his head. No, nah, he was just, he wasn't, he, he wasn't like kidding. that. But I mean, it's, it's, you kidding. know, but he, 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 we'll see though. We might get an email being like, this was, you know. Not like, cool. <laughs> not cool. <laughs> but, you know, let's, no, it was, it was very cool. And it was, it was chill. There was like probably about, it, it was an um, outdoors free uh, mm-hmm. little music festival for locals and it's a small town sag harbor is not a big place yeah. mm-hmm. but holy guacamole you know it's yeah. it's um it's it's dense with uh very you know um wealthy individuals resource, resourceful resourceful people, resourceful yeah. people. Yeah. uh you know <laughs> and people who want to help i think yeah. with our with our mission you but know, nobody knew that getting... roger waters was just going to show up and introduce you guys i don't think they did that's awesome no. Because I didn't even, yeah. I, you know, like he kind of he kind of pulled up in his in his uh, car backstage, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, Roger's here, cool." <laughs> so, there it was, it was, it, yeah, but he's um, he he really has a soft spot for people who have been affected by war in in a heavy mm-hmm. way because he again, ha- you know, he lost his, his father, father in World War Two, his grandfather yeah. in World War One. I've told you, so that's and, beautiful. And a lot man. of his lyrics are about that's that. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it's yep. very, very cool. I felt, I felt very blessed to be in his presence again, you know, cause it'd been a while and, but you know, he like, and he remembers everything. He remembers us and he, well, he's like, remember yeah. when we, remember when we were in New York and da da da, you know, it's like, oh yeah. But he's gosh, hilarious, gosh, man. No, he, I forgot about that time I was hanging out with you. <laughs> right? no, no, I remembered. I'm surprised you remembered. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, how do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, he does. He's, he's like, he's a very punctual, he's 78 years old. Yeah. You know? And and he's in shape, dude. Like just the way he walks around, he's not. He's like totally in charge of his body. He's not like yeah. you know. He's not. He's not like in pain or anything. Right. So, right. And do yourself a favor if you if, if and go see him. He's he's gonna start touring again in July, and I bet it's gonna be off the chain. Um, his shows are like life altering, but 
if you can afford it, go see him. Okay. And uh, you will not be disappointed. But so anyway, I thought I'd, I had kind of had to share that one with you guys. That's, that yeah, that's totally. brilliant, dude. That was, good, that was a goodie. Thank you. Um, and I'm looking to, forward to, to seeing what comes next because I think that um, now that he's seen these guys and how far they've come and playing, getting on a stage without mm-hmm. any help, mm-hmm. you know, with the exception of myself, pretty much. Um, yeah. But like Dom playing the drums, you know, I think he's just like, whoa, like this is great. Like, yeah. This, he, didn't know. he doesn't know. I mean, like, we could have just, like, stopped. Right. Mm-hmm. And sure. that would have been it. And he would have been fine with that. But to see the evolution like of it the continue and it grow and now, yeah. So, and yeah, yeah. And to see him want to come out and, and nurture that. Yes, exactly. And he's, like, it, it's, he's kind of, yeah, I, I, I call him my North Star. He's definitely, like, the whole project's North Star. Yeah. And yeah. He, he's, you know, it's like, we sort of have, like, if we get into a point where we don't know what to do, it's like, what would Roger do? You know? <laughs> And what's so great about hanging out, I'll say one last thing about him. Release that, like, a double he genuine, L. <laughs> he, yeah. yeah. He genuinely does not care about anything. Like, <laughs> he, he, so like we're at this restaurant and like, yeah, and he, and, you know, if, if he feels like just like shouting something, it'll be like top of his lungs. Like he doesn't care. <laughs> you know, and like the, half the restaurant will get like startled, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's just great, you know. Yeah, yeah. And you're with, and you're with him, and you're like, oh, well, we're we're yeah, What are you gonna do? Like, I'm, I'm with yeah. Roger f- Waters over here. You yeah, know what I mean, like, yeah, it's funny. And like, and you'll see people walking by, and they're like, like, is that is that who that you know? And, and then you've got and you're the, like, the people. Yeah. You've got you've got the really brave, but like to each other. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But you just but you just spot that, and it's funny. But and then you'll have the brave individual that like will come up, and, and they'll be like, uh, excuse me, sir, and, and he, he'll be like, this is, literally, I saw him say this the other day. He's like. Get on with it. Spin it out. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So. You'll be there one day, Greg. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Oh, I can't is wait. That, I can't is that, wait. Is that great? <gasps> yeah, right. <laughs> Get on with Go it. Go on, then. Get on with it. Spin it out. I didn't know he had a British accent. <laughs> yeah. He does. I thought he was here. French. He hung out with Roger French. Waters for too long. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Well, he's, he's, I don't know about if he's like a good or bad influence on me, but <laughs> I, I do, I do respect, you know, I have a lot of respect and I'm so grateful that he's, uh, he and I are of the same mind of like, let's help these guys. Let's see what we can yeah. do. Music, yeah. music heals. Music that heals. Like positive that's, reinforcement. That's the, that's yep. the vibe. Totally. Anyway, let's move on to my topic and well, I won't, I won't keep you long because this, this is another behemoth now. It's too late. Yeah. <laughs> We just busy each other, guys. We, we do. Like, I know. We're like a bunch of yintas out here. Exactly. Just, just chatting <laughs> it up. Just gabbing and gabbing. Just, just doing just a little bit of chin, chin wagging on a chin wagging yeah, on a toy chin thing. wag, proper chin wag. So let me let, let, let's let's listen to some music. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna play this track and then I'll explain mm. what it's about. You're gonna drop this yeah. without any uh, explanation. I like it. Let's I just like let's it. just let's just let's just play it. Yeah. Do it. Thank you. 
Nice. All right. Okay. All I right. got them so, honky tonks. Honky tonks. So, right. so, so oh, Jay, Jay recognizes this. What is Jay this? recognizes this. This is a Rolling Stones song. What? <laughs> it is. The honky tonk woman. That's right. Oh, got a honky tonk woman. All right. All right. So, the thing about this track, that's Charlie Watts on drums. Really? Yeah. That is Charlie Watts on drums. And I, I, I discovered this from this NPR article with the headline, I played jazz with Charlie Watts for 20 years. Here's what I learned. And I was like, oh, this would be a great topic because we haven't paid a proper homage. This is true. To this the great true. Charlie Watts. Mm-hmm. No, we haven't. Um, we didn't. The timing of his death and our episode uh, recordings didn't line up too well. I think it was like he died like immediately after we had done one. Yeah. So we were in touch with him, but around. it just didn't work out. The, the schedule didn't yeah, work out. Yeah. Nope. Well, nope. Poor Charlie. But, <laughs> but, make, but so make it. This, uh, this article was, again, it was written by um, a musician named Tim Rees, who, uh, yeah. who was hired by the Stones in 1999 playing woodwinds and keys, yeah. mostly sax. So it's a really well-written article, and he describes you know, being on stage with Charlie Watts and uh, feeling like, man, this guy really swings. Because mm-hmm. here's Tim Rees. He's, he's brought on to the Rolling Stones. He's actually like a prolific New York heavy jazz musician. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's like real recognized real, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. He, he's, he's upset. He's like, yeah, man, Charlie swings. He, you know, he, Charlie can play jazz. Charlie swings. Yeah. And so as, as he got to know him better, he realized, yeah, that's, that's indeed a, a big part of Charlie's heritage is, is jazz, a deep rooted connection with it. Um, so it actually, led to what we you know what we just heard was his project the rolling stones project yeah and it was basically him doing rolling stones covers in jazz settings he had already picked out a whole lineup of like amazing fellow new york heavy hitters in the jazz scene right including like john patitucci on bass um mm-hmm. the list goes on brian blade on drums and he thought, ah, maybe I could convince Charlie to do a track or two. Sure. That would make it legit. S- sit yeah, in on right? a track or two. Sure. He asked, he asked him, and he said, absolutely. You should also ask Keith. And he said, I should ask Keith? He's like, well, <laughs> let me ask him. <laughs> yeah. so, but then the, uh, they, they came back, and they're like, we're all in, mate. So now all of a sudden this like little jazz project became like oh wow we're like gonna bring in the Stones in the studio. It's gonna the be Rolling Stones kind of... performing on the Rolling Stones project. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> jazz renditions and of I the Rolling Stones. I think the bass player Daryl Jones sat in too, right? I think. But, but Charlie, How cool is that? Well, Charlie been unabashed about that pretty much from the start. I mean, I didn't know he talked. <laughs> it's rare. It is rare. Yeah. But like from the beginning, like he was playing like in Alexis Corners band which was kind of like a a blend of blues and jazz like it, it, it was a pretty heavy jazz band in london and uh, he was one of the older guys and like apparently when the rolling stones approached him you know well mick and keith approached him to play and probably brian jones too they're like well, we didn't know whether or not this guy would want to play rock and roll like he was like one of the better jazz drummers like yeah. on the scene at the time Okay. And like basically Charlie did it as a pickup gig for a while. And that pickup gig turned into the drum 60 the years Stones. with the Rolling Stones. Yeah. You know? but, geez, but from the, you know, for, it, it, ask Charlie anytime. He's like, I don't really like rock and roll. You know, I'm a jazz, <laughs> I'm a jazz drummer. 
that plays in a rock and roll band, you know. <laughs> Begrudgingly at so, I mean, honestly, that's what <laughs> no, his attitude has been that, like. That's the, what his face always said. But there, <laughs> there's this great 60 Minutes interview with Charlie. And, he, and, you know, it's like Mike Wallace. And he's like, but surely you must have a great time playing with Mick and Keith or you, you wouldn't be playing with them all these days. Oh, well, I mean, as far as rock and roll is concerned, they're pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) It's just that. Like, he would just much rather be playing jazz. And and he had a big big band, the Charlie Watts big band. Oh, how about that? Same style as... uh, uh, Rich. Ginger Ginger Baker, you know. Oh, oh but okay. Buddy yeah, Rich is, is definitely yeah. his 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 one of his heroes. Got it. A bunch of other jazz drummers, but right on. Yeah, man, that was uh, like late '80s, early '90s. Uh, he toured with the um, Charlie Watts' big band and did just jazz standards and stuff like that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. I mean, you know, listen, if you grew up, if that's the music you grew up with, yeah. I mean, yeah. how could he be into rock and roll when he's like kind of one of the innovators? Yeah, you know, it's like. Mm-hmm. Like made a little <laughs> right. too zoomed in, you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're you're absolutely right. He was there at the onset, so it's less sexy because it's everything's I- I- iterative at this point. Yeah, but yeah. it also goes it yeah. goes in it goes into the um, uh, it, it should be more in the conversation about how jazz is a crucial part of rock and roll. We always like to yeah. talk about blues as rock and roll and whatever, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. listen, a lot of the great drummers in in rock. I've said I've heard that same quote. Stuart Copeland yeah. was another one, right? He's like, I'm a jazz. That's drummer. where you get the finesse. That's where you get exactly. the finesse. Exactly. You know, yep. and dynamics and swing. Mm-hmm. Ghost notes. Yeah. You know, swing, swing. At the end of the day, you know, it, it it don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing. You know, that's the uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a mantra. I think that's a that's a drummer's mantra. You know. Um, that's great. So look, I, I we've we've said it all, but uh, you know, I thought I thought well, I thought that was a really interesting article. It, cool. it was. It was brilliant. I, I hadn't. I have known Tim, Tim Reese for mm-hmm. a, <laughs> for a long time, just from playing sax on on stage with the Stones. You know that you don't get on stage with the Stones and not have. You got to have a pedigree. Yeah. So you mm. know these guys can play twice as much as what they're actually play, showing yep. on stage. So it was yep. really cool to see like that's that side of it. I had never heard of the Stones project. I didn't know that there was two full fledged jazz tribute albums. Produced okay, by Tim, go, man. Go, and I plug that into Spotify. Dev- I am going to devour <laughs> that for the next. Allow couple the weeks. algorithm to to absorb that information. Absolutely, <laughs> but I, I also wanted to say that uh, the Stones have played have by now played their first couple of gigs without Charlie Watts for the first time yeah. in sixty years, and I've heard some cell phone clips, and it's really amazing to hear Steve Jordan. Sure. Play. Yeah. He sounds exactly not exactly like Charlie Watts, but you can tell it's Steve Jordan putting on a face right, and right, trying right. to play like Charlie Watts. I'm sure it doesn't sound the same. Better. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. it's it's yeah. it's interesting to hear if you're if you're paying attention to the details there. Hmm. Well, they wouldn't be doing it if they didn't feel good out there with him, you know. So yeah. absolutely, there you have it. Well, that was a good one, guys. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. All right, am I gonna am I, am I gonna let everybody know where to find us? I don't us? know where do they find us. Where do they find us? Let's do it. Well, you can. <laughs> <laughs> it's his first time, guys. Give us a <clears> slap. Yeah. Excuse me. Excuse me. Hang on. I need a sip, another sip of Lacroix. Um, <clears throat> you can find us online at youshouldcheckitout.com. Social media. Yeah, we're on right. Facebook. We're on Instagram. Our Twitter handle is at shouldcheck. 
You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can find yeah, us there. Like Spotify. You can send us an email at yscipodcast at gmail.com. And as always, That's tell a friend that, that you should check it out. Please do. And review if you get a chance. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah, we need absolutely. to get some more reviews up on our page there, man. This is true. Mm-hmm. I hear yeah. that's how they uh, they find us. I hear that's yeah. how the algorithms work. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, why don't you do some research into that, Nick? Yeah, get us real. up the on the trending podcast yeah. playlist. All right, guys, I'm sorry. Uh, I'll get on that. I'll get on that. <laughs> He's scribbling something <laughs> down. <laughs> okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, buddies. All right, all right, boys. Well, it was great to talk to you. Greg. It was great, great to hear your surprise Roger Water story. That was incredible. Uh, well, yeah, incredible. yeah. You know, I, 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 I said, "Hey, yeah, sure." Try to get. I, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out how to get him on this thing. But there you go. There you go. <laughs> I, think, I think we might need. A, I think it's, we, we might need a few more reviews. I think it might be an in-person situation. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Mm. All right, boys. Very cool. Cats and kittens, thanks for checking us out. Uh, we're out here every Thursday. Check us out. Tell a friend, like Greg said. And until we hear from you next week and see you next week, this has been You Should Check It Out. We'll see you then. Stay Have safe. A Have a good one. Peace. Peace.